Good evening, everybody. We're back again. It's your host, Kojo. Raps on TV, back in the building. It's been a great weekend full of boxing, great fights in the UK, great fights out in the US. I mean, what do we say? We saw Hay versus Belly, which everybody knows. Big one, welterweight unification with Garcia and Thurman. O'Hara Davis versus Derry Matthews. Paulie Malignaggi, Eggington. Katie Taylor's back on the scene. I mean, guys, it was an exciting weekend. So going to go over to my team. Gary, you want to say Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, pleased to be here. Wonderful sporting weekend again. Boxing weekend. Um, even, even if I mention Arsenal get beat 5-1 as well. Oh, <laughs> but no, let's get serious. The the boxing was amazing. We were all at the O2, weren't we? We sampled an amazing atmosphere of Hey Baloo. Then we all went home. Some of us happy, some of us sad. Then we go home. Then we get a feeling of Thurman Garcia. What a weekend. O'Hara Davis making a statement at like Waterweight. Um, Sam Egerton doing what many people didn't think he would do as succinctly and as abruptly as he did. So, yeah, there's lots to talk about. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, it's Enan, the co-host. Just want to say thank you for everyone that's listening in once again from the UK and from the US. What a weekend of boxing. O'Hara Davis gets a knockdown. Eggington gets a knockdown and in one of the biggest upset in British boxing history, Tony the Bomber Bellew stops David Hay in the 11th round. I mean, I was gutted only because I had 150 to 1 bet that Bellew would have stopped 12, uh, in the 12th round. And uh, later on, we're going to have Dave Caldwell. So please make sure you guys phone in on 01506-243-403 if you want to make a statement or share a question. Oh, ask good, a question. Good. And, I mean, you know, I've got to pull you up on that. We're boys, but yeah. you made the 150 to one bet. Yeah. Good odds. But that's not who you picked on the show. We Neither of us picked, obviously, Belly yeah, on the show. I mean, well, what made you, just briefly, what made you go with that bet? Well, I had two bets. Okay. I had two bets, yeah, yeah. because for me, it was going to go one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. it's either going to go with Hay early, which yeah. I had the bet on, yeah. round one to three. And I had to bet 150 to 1 uh, Bellew in the 12th, 12th round. round. It's basically what we yeah, think was going to happen. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. one way or the other. You know, the only way we thought that Hay would win is if there's an injury and he, and he gassed out in the second half of the fight, which yeah. is well, why. Bellew would win, yeah. And Bellew would win, which yeah. is why I went. And the odds were so good, I thought, man, I have to take it. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what it was. We Perfect. just used no, the logic. No, no, man. no. Yeah. You know, I'm not putting it up, but I like yeah. that. So, yeah. I mean, again, we all watched the fight. I think it was great atmosphere for those of you that were in O2. I mean, really good cracking night of British fighters that were on show. Um, I think for me, um, you know, we're going to dis- dissect this victory for Bellew. He has been getting criticism in terms of he was injured. But I think, number one, I can only applaud him for taking on his challenge. Because at the end of the day, you know, he's obviously proven most people wrong. And he still ups- accepted the challenge no, no matter what happened. Mm-hmm. So, guys, in terms of David Hay, I mean, there was a lot of talk about 2.0. Did we see David Hay 2.0? <sighs> Gary, I'll in... to you, mate. You went and saw him first hand. What did you think? Was it 2.0? In all honesty... I'm sitting there, I'm watching a fight. And the first minute, after about the first two minutes, I'm thinking, well, the first two rounds, I'm thinking, ring rust. He needs to get through this and fight again yeah. very soon. 
because no matter about no doubt about it. When was his last fight before this? Uh, um, it must, last, must be a year ago. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you've got to discount those two. Yeah, so you got to discount those two. So we're talking at least five. Five years. No, I, I, I don't still, because you still prepare for a fight. I you agree. still prepare for a fight. No matter what the opponent is in front, you still prepare for a fight. But the main thing is, is that he hadn't fought for a while before that fight and it just reeked of ring rust. And yeah. it just said to me that um, a good friend of mine, Chris Oko, always used to moan at me saying, David should fight more often. And I used to say to Chris, it's not the days of old, it's not the days of Ali, it's not the, day of, it's not the days of Holmes, it's not even the days of Tyson anymore when they used to fight more than three or four times a year. 15 you rounders. Know, yeah, those, those and now days are gone. we got to that era when, you know, when Lennox, Lennox was getting towards the end of his career, he was only fighting twice a year. And it affected Lennox. It mm. certainly affected Lennox against mm. Vitali. Yeah. Certainly affected him against Shannon Briggs. He just was not fighting often enough. And this is what is happening with these heavyweights nowadays. On that They're point, having to, to shake you, off ring rust. As much as the ring rust was but there. But let's not diss Tony. Exactly, because before you know, the because fight, he was adamant that he yeah, would not lose. Yeah, yeah. If it goes past the mm-hmm. fourth round, that's it. So I think ring rust, yeah. as we saw, you know, I, I noticed quite early as well yeah. that these big rights... Belly just had him covered the distance yeah. to slip in the, yeah. the pivot and he, he kind of kept the distance yeah, very think, well. Yeah. So I think we have to give Belly his full credit. Oh, 100%. For this. Full we credit. have to, we have well, to give Belly you know, his great credit. Game you know, plan. He sli- he's slipping, you know, his timing was brilliant. He was mm. very, very sharp as well. You know, he mm-hmm. slipped all the punches. But I think mean, you can't completely discount it. I mean, I mean like, my mouth the was injury. open, wide open when mm-hmm. I was seeing him. The timing was so bad. It was yeah. really bad. I was like, my mouth was open, you know. And for me, I think it was a combination of two things. I think it was ring rust number one and I was just I'm thinking whether his uh, Achilles was slightly injured before that which was making mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. timing go off as well so you know? remember he went out He there was the guy he saw was about his knee also so there were links to his yeah, knee exactly. and I felt his leg was dragging when he was coming mm, through but that first round. I don't know if he was just kind of like measuring it up because he didn't seem to be the old hey where he was kind mm. of like bouncing up and down until the middle rounds and then the injury came mm. so again I, I don't know so I think for me did we say see hey 2.0 no. I would no. say no um, that would be my verdict, you know. So in but, terms, just remember rounds four to six mm. started coming on. Mm. Started catching Tony with a jab, mm. caught Tony with a couple of one-two left-hook combinations. Yeah, and I'm not making any excuses for him, mm. but there was no snapping those shots, yeah. and it was because of those legs of his. He yeah. did not trust those legs for whatever reason. Yeah. But he as took I the say, fight. he took the fight. Winners write history. Yeah, yeah. And there's no I mean, doubt. I was going to make a point on that, mm. um, uh, Gary. Like, um, you know, you went, you went to see him. You thought he was like fantastic in the in the gym. Mm. Uh, Spencer Fearon also went to see him on the pads as well. No, right? I said fantastic shape. Fantastic shape. I never okay. saw him punch in the gym. Okay. okay. Spencer saw him at the workout. Yeah. So Spencer saw him on a workout. He made a really good point on IFL mm. where he said after he saw that he gave the, he said Tony Bell is going to win the fight, and mm. he was mm. saying he looked very very rustic. His mm. timing was completely mm. off as well. You know what I mean? So. Just, just hearing that. I mean, I think we've got to say he was. No, there was no yeah, hate. Two still took mate. No. Mm. So, guys, guys, again, we're going out to the listeners. So, listeners, I see a few of you there. We're coming out to you now. Nine eight five. I believe that is Mr. Appiah Northwest representing. Hello, hello. hello Nine eight five. Who's that? Hello there. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, can hear you, uh, Daniel. Daniel, oh, Daniel yeah. right? Yeah. How you doing, lad? We're doing well. We're doing well. Then yourself. Absolutely fantastic. Good. So, Daniel, question or statement? Just a statement. Yep. What a great night on Saturday. What a great night for <laughs> British boxing, eh? Fantastic. It really was. And you know what? Give credit to uh, 
um, Tony Bellew and his team. Fantastic game plan, eh? Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, whether it was vintage hay or not, you know what I mean? Stepping up and wait and doing the job. Stepping up and wait and wait and doing the job. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. So, what a great night. Perfect. Anyway, lads, have a great evening. Thank yeah? you very much. Thank you very much, Daniel. All We've right. got... Cheers, take care. So we're going out to phone number ending in 900, 900, 900. The floor is yours. Hello. Hi, Aaron Shaw speaking. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Is Shaw? Yeah, yeah. How you doing, mate? It's a question or statement. Is that my boy Shaw from Urbans? Yeah, um, (laughs) I mean, uh, do you know what? I've never watched a fight where I was hurting so much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're a Hey um, fan? Team Hey? Yeah. Hey fan. He's a yeah, massive yeah. Hey fan. But, um, but my question is, uh, I know Dave Caldwell ain't there now. Yeah, but you, if but, you want to speak to him, you can. we can keep you on the line and you can speak to him again. That's fine. Yeah, I, I don't mind. You guys can just ask him my question for me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it as a bit, of, you know, he won the fight, but it's a bit of a hollow victory, if you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. of the injury. Yeah. Because of that, you know, are they going to have a rematch? You know, as a fighter, like, you would want to... You you want to be 100% hay, not a 40 or 30% hay. So, does that make them want to have a rematch? Yeah. No, good question, Sean. I mean, <laughs> that is definitely... Um, I would ask you, do you want to see a rematch? Yeah, I want hay to knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because, no, you know, my reason is... My reason is, if hay won, it would have been better for boxing. Because what? he would have had yeah. better fights, like AJ. Why, why is that, Sean? Why, why would he oh, be yeah, there? I understand his argument. But do you not? <clears throat> okay, on that point. But do you not think if Hay had won that on on last week Saturday without the injury, do you not think the style that he would have won would not have been conclusive? Because before the injury, before the injury, he had got him to the fifth, sixth rounds, and Hay had said that's not going to happen. Mm. So would you not say that? Even in then, even in victory for for Hay, that ho- that victory would have been yeah, hollow but- because he was fighting a cruiserweight. So I do, yeah, I, but I do you get your point. Say, you can't say he only went six rounds. I mean, you can't say that he went six rounds without an injury. You know he had an injury probably going into the fight because, you know, he went to Germany. You're yeah. not going to go for no reason. Agree. Agree. And I do say every fighter is in, always gets injured. But mm. 100%, thank you for uh, calling in, Shah. Uh, we do appreciate care, that. We've got that question. So hopefully you stay tuned. And uh, yeah, we'll get that, that message out to David when he calls in. So, guys, I mean, I guess I want to ask you guys, would you want to see a rematch? I think I would like to see a rematch, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think there's a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, hats off to Tony Bellew. He he done the Invincible. I mean, this was like real-life Rocky, you know, for a second time. He's pulled it off a second time. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Irrespective of what's happened to David Hay. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> but you can't detract from the fact that there was an injury. You can't yeah. detract from that. And, you know, I would love to see that rematch again mm-hmm. where both are fighting... Without, without injury and, 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 and let's see what happens you yeah. know if Tony Billy pulls you off a second time I mean hats off to the guy you know what yeah. I mean he's, he's, he's incredible if he can do it a second time Gary yeah rematch? I fully agree I'd love to see a rematch on, on based, alone, based on the atmosphere alone yeah. the fight more than lived up to, it, it surpassed expectations because expectations were that Tony weren't going to be around after three rounds not only is he not around after three rounds he comes out looking polished arguably looking sharper than David Wonderful head movement that we'd never ever seen before. Um, Better tactics. I mean, if if we're in all honesty, and now David's going to be looking around and saying, "Well, 
you know, there's obviously mitigating factors. Mm. I want to put that right. I believe mm. I can put that right. Um, yeah. And it just, it makes for a really great return. The time, Definitely. the thing is, what kills it is the time frame of the return. Mm. You know, can Tony literally afford to wait around yeah. for David Hay to rehabilitate yeah. and recover? And, and, and to that, go straight into a fight like that. In terms of rematch, I definitely want to see it again. I think mm. one of the other things that impressed me in that fight was was Belly's chin. Because yeah. he took some flush punches, mm. you know, from Hay during the fight. Mm. And not only did he not stumble back, he actually began to engage mm. with Hay again. So if you actually watch, watch through the fight, mm. Hay hits him and he comes back, he throws. So whenever he got mm. tapped by Hay, he stood there and he threw back. So I think that was a mm. great heart that he having, showed as having well. Having said that, and I'm not making any excuses for like you. <laughs> it sounds like you are sounds Gary. like you are I'm going to make a but point look, right if, you know, you're, if, you're, carry, if you're walking yeah, yeah, in with yeah. a, if you're already walking in with some sort of leg no, injury you can't say that Gary you know, no 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 if you are how are you going to punch as hard as you normally punch that's all I'm saying very true how are you going to punch as and I know this guy I know how hard he can punch and yeah. Tony knows how hard he can punch everyone yeah. knows how are you going are you realistically going to trust your lower body to turn and explosively punch as hard as you I can know, but so then, would you not you know what say what I, mean? okay, all so I, what I will say now and all I want what, what I will say now is that winners write history there can be no exactly. excuses as to why Tony won this exactly. fight I would love to see a fully fit David against a fully fit Tony but what if happens if they ever return and David gets another injury and Tony beats him again? Don't worry about it. He's done the double. Mm. But I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not making any excuses. Yeah, I I've think so much respect I for Tony mean, Billy, look, man. I, look, whether the injury was there or not, I mm. think, you know, look, we all thought David's going to win and win conclusively mm. and mm. easily, right? Yeah. You know, the whole world thought that. Yeah. This guy has come against all odds and it's a truly incredible, story, truly incredible achievement, you know. Mm. And we can't detract from that. And, mm. you know, it's like you say, winners make history, mate. You know, mm. at the moment in time, it's Tony Bellion and David Caldwell all over the yeah. media. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, that's and the even story then, that's I think told, I do agree, you know? winners make history. And even if there's been some bad decisions right. in the past, history. winners make right history. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though that we were saying that, I think for me, going into this fight, if oh. Hay was injured, he knew that. And yeah. he didn't stop the trash talking, yeah. which I did not personally that mind. Mm. But he didn't stop that until literally the day of the fight so mm. it's kind of like you've you've made your own bed you've yeah. got now light in it you yeah. know you, this is what's like Muhammad is, Ali you know so, when, so it happens you know, um, yeah, but I do think and, I, and I'll say this I really admire the way Hay was humble in defeat because yeah. he straight away he made no excuses he didn't well he definitely say, learned you know I was here when he lost to Klitschko Klitsch and I was in that press room and that was and it was you know it wasn't nice yeah. you know Davey made a really bad decision yeah. that night. and he, he, that was me that was that was made because he'd grown so used to not losing yeah. and he'd lost in a manner yeah. and he was clutching at straws yeah. and he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he, nobody could get to David. You, sometimes you need to, you need to pull David aside. You mm. needed then mm. to pull David aside and say, listen, before you answer this question, just think about how you're going to mm. answer it. Yeah. Nobody had done that. He was mm. still, you know, he was still obviously hyped from the loss and that's why, he, you know, he spoke about the toe. But this time he was just... And when Sky were pushing him to say lower body, yeah. didn't do it. Yeah. So, so listeners, guys, um, I guess really a man that has needs no introduction. And we've been talking about his fighter for the last 15, 20 minutes. Um, you all would have watched the upset that took place last weekend. Um, but it was a tremendous fight. Great action. Um, we now welcome trainer of Tony Bellew, uh, Mr. Dave Caldwell. Hello, mate. How are you? We're doing well. Thanks. How are you doing, Dave? You're right. 
Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Good, David, man. thank good, you good, so good. much for calling in. We we most appreciate you, mate. Exactly. Thanks, exactly. And just echoing that, Dave, thanks for calling in. You know, we really appreciate no you uh, taking the time out to answer the questions and, and give more insight to our listeners. Um, so firstly, congratulations. Um, clearly, you defied the odds. Um, you got the victory. Um, going into it, Bellu was the underdog. Um, I just want to ask you, David, a bit of the mental slash psychological aspects towards this fight. You know, how did you keep Bellu focused on his ability to win the game plan and also blocking the doubters out because obviously there was a lot of naysayers saying that he wouldn't win how did you kind of keep him mentally in check going into this fight well firstly I mean being an underdog and tell you that he can't do something isn't isn't really a new thing you know you, you go back throughout his career yep. and he's kind of the guy that just keeps you know keeps finding a way to win mm of what people think of him mm. then, he'll, then he'll win and then people will still knock him and mm. so uh, with maturity comes a comes a time when you realize well listen you know it's not about proving people wrong it's not about proving people right it's about you know doing what's best for your career and keep winning for yourself and for your family and for those that actually you know that, that matter to you and, and believe in you yeah yeah, David, um, so it was obviously a huge fight for t- Tony. Uh, there was a lot of um, crap that, that David Hay was throwing at both of you guys, a lot of insults. Um, yeah. You know, describe the nerves leading up to the fight. I mean, you guys must have been desperate inside to win this fight, really teaching me a lesson. You know, tell us about the nerves leading up to the fight, up to fight week and the night of the fight for both yourself and Tony. Um, being honest, it was you know, the way that I... The way that I'll say to my fighters is, you know, when something's a big event, a big fight or whatever, you can't treat it any different to any fight you've had before. If you have an eight-rounder, that eight-rounder is the most important fight of your mm, life. Yeah, very true. If, if you lose it, then you're not going to progress on to the world title fight that might be after it. Do you, do you understand? It's like um, last year before we fought Macabre, we had a little eight-rounder. And, you know, it would have been easy to have, you know, oh, there's a lot of pressure on that because I've got to win this because I've got a world title fight coming up. But, you know, you can't want to win something too much. Yeah. And the same thing is you can't, you know, you can't take your foot off the pedal thinking it's going to be easy because mm. you have to win that fight in order to, to move on. Now, with, you know, with the huge fights, sometimes fighters and sometimes prospects, you know, and until fighters become of, you know, a certain experience, um, or maturity mentally sometimes they want to win too much and especially in a fight that's a grudge match now now belly learned from that with the second fight it was that you know that emotional and that he wanted to beat cleverly that bad mm-hmm. that by, by the time he got in the ring you kind of like um sometimes you drain yourself mm-hmm. and you just lose a bit of energy yeah. and, you're, and you're a little bit flat yeah. Now we knew that this this with this sort of fight, you can't go into a ring with David A. flat or or reckless or you know not mm. being sticking to, not being concentrated enough to stick to a game plan, uh, because you're gonna blow your head off. So yeah. you know it was it was a very very calm build up. No matter what was going off, you know the circus around him. You know it, it was a very very calm build up for us. And the thing is, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been inside that camp where you know about the man games, you know, you know that this is a, a trait of David A where he, he wants to destroy you mentally before he gets in the ring. Mm. If he can't destroy you mentally before he gets in the ring, that, you know, it, it, it can't work. You've got a chance. You've got, a chance. Yeah. You've got yeah. a chance, but also 
what that can do is that can you know feed out into his own mind yeah. and you know this this is you know this was the thing before before the fight we were the ones that were that were supposedly you know i've got the supposedly hot-headed fighter he was going to lose his rag and not be able to cope with, with the pressure and things like that but yeah Mate, was kind of Dave, he handled it. You know, um, he handled it from the minute he got in the ring. I watched him closely, yeah. Tony, and yeah. um, he handled it so well. He was dancing yeah. to David's music. Yeah. He looked so. He looked like he was going in for a spa. You know, yeah. he yeah. he he, he looked like he, the other the previous two opponents, even all yeah. Harrison, they were sucked into the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. they were drained before they got in the ring. And what I was most, most surprised and very impressed about, Dave, was Tony's sharp head movement yeah. in the first round and he's countering right hands. Yeah. So, although it was a left hook that stunned David, question is, where did that come from? What is it What is it that you guys had seen that you thought you could take advantage of? Well, Gary, it's, it, the thing is, is when, when, I try, when I work with fighters, then we're constantly working on, on their all-round game. It's mm. not a, a case of, right, We've got um, uh, Brudoff, so we're going to work on this. We've got mm. uh, McCarver, we're going to work on this. Now, I like to try and when, when a fight walks into the door to me, it, there's a certain natural style about him. So mm-hmm. you have to, you can't train every fight exactly the same. So yeah, I can't exactly, train, yeah. I can't train Gavin Jamie the same as I train David Price. Yeah, I don't even train Gavin Jamie the same because because mechanically the way the posture is and everything, they're completely different fighters. Yeah. So you have to be able to adjust to the fighters. Now, somebody who's, who's like a belly who's, who's come and he's, he's already a talented fighter, he's an mm. ABA champion, he's done this, 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 uh, light heavyweight, you know, you have to improve certain aspects about him, mm-hmm. but also you have to eradicate mistakes and you yeah. have to take away stuff that makes him vulnerable. And it's an ongoing process. For the last three years, we've been working, been yeah. working on things. Now, specifically for this fight, we knew what we needed to do. He could not be straight up, straight yeah. back, hands up, where David A loves to get his shots. But that's what I'm saying, up. Dave. That's the most amazing thing about yeah. it. I thought, and you know, you, you know what I said to a client today, right? I said, I've been coaching like 15, nearly 20 years now, right? Yeah. Well, now, it's probably since 2003. What am I talking about? It's not, I'm not old at all. But the fact is, I've been coaching a while now and I'm yeah. still learning. And what I did think, I just thought, and no, and I've got all the respect for what you and Tony have done, but I really didn't Thanks. think you could get this leopard to change his spots. Yeah. Tony had not shown that head movement previously in all of his world title fights. Yeah. You know, yeah. how did you get him to buy into that? Concentration. Concentration. Yeah. The, the thing is, is Tony is a very clever man and he's a very... Mm, yeah, just the way he talks student. tells you that. Yeah, yeah. He's a student of a game and he, and he understands. Now, in certain fights, he can, you know, he... he he can box. He can't. I mean, he mm. did it. He's done it in the past where he's just boxed. But the actual style of how he boxed in this fight yeah. is something that works on day in, day out, day in, day out of camp. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he soaks it up. And the thing about, I've always loved about working with Tony Bellew is that now he might not be the most naturally talented fighter. He might mm. not be the most naturally athletic fighter that I've ever worked with. But I'll tell you what, there's no fighter that's ever worked any harder mm-hmm. and wanted to improve as much as what he does. If yeah. You know, you, you actually, you, you know, regardless of body shape, people assume mm. that if, if you've got great muscles, it means that you, 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 you train perfectly and you do this and you mm. do that. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, then that means that you're cheating at the gym. No, he works very, very hard. And yeah. 
He's just got the body shape he's got, hasn't he? He's just got that body shape that he's got. Dave. Um, exactly. So just a quick one, it's Kojo speaking. Um, we've got a little bit of an interference, Dave, with your line, so I don't know if you're moving around. Um, no, no, I'm sat, I'm sat in my oh, spot. Oh, perfect. So um, hopefully it clears up. Um, so I guess you, you're talking about the shape and, and, and the size, and obviously this was one of the heavy, this was obviously the heaviest contest uh, Bellew's had, yeah. and but for that, he actually, I felt he came in looking in pretty good shape compared yeah. to some of the other fights. I thought his shape, he looked good. I mean, what were you working on to kind of get him into the, into that shape in terms of his physique was was fine. I know. Well, he took... As as far as as far as Tony Berry boxing heavyweight were concerned, it was never a case of slamming on loads of weight to become a heavyweight. Mm. Everyone was saying, "Oh, it's going for a minute. What's going for a minute?" Now, all I'm bothered about is performance. If he's fit, if he's fast, if he's sharp, and he punches hard. And he's physically strong, and and he can work at his optimal levels. Whatever weight he's going to be, he's going to be. Now we wanted him, you know, we wanted him to actually be a little bit lighter, to be a little bit lighter. But in the last couple of weeks, he, you know, he, he, there were certain aspects of training that he couldn't do because he'd, he'd done his knee in. So mm-hmm. we could we do quite a lot, quite a lot of stuff. So his weight was a little bit higher at fifteen three, but I wasn't I wasn't concerned about the weight. Um, it's just about his performance. I mean, his, his, his numbers, his strengths, and everything. It was all, it was all top notch. So, you know, when, he, when it comes to heavyweight, it was, we weren't up against an eighteen stone heavyweight. We weren't expecting to have to oh, bulk up and all this because if you bulk up on Belly, he's going yeah. to slow him down, giving away. If, yeah, if, it, yeah. If it's yeah. if it's that weight that's going on him, it artificial giving away all his natural speed, down. wouldn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. David, there was a lot of criticism uh, regarding use, using Chisora as part of the yeah. sparring. What was yeah. the logic behind that? Why, why, yeah. why, why did you use it? Smoke signals. Right. <laughs> so, no, so, so let me right, so let me explain this. Right, as 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 a coach, I don't I don't worry about justifying my methods to anybody. Now, what 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 you have to remember is Bellew's always being said that you know he's not going to do this, he's not going to do that, no, blah, blah blah. But in the three years or whatever, over three years that we worked together. In certain fights, he's been expected to get knocked out. He's been expected to get beat. He's still won every single fight, and he's still improving as a fighter. Now, when it comes to a fight where you're saying, and I was mocked for this, where I said, you know, what happens in the early rounds? Making David a miss, you know, we're making him fall short, start doubting himself. He don't, you know, and he starts gassing a little bit. You just keep him touching him downstairs a little bit, and he starts gassing. And then in the in the last bit of the fight, the last quarter of the fight, it becomes a dog fight. Mm. Now, if it becomes a dog fight, and I'm gonna say this, people were making a point of how he was a light heavyweight, stepped up to cruiserweight. He's only a cruiserweight, now he's stepping up to heavyweight against a guy that's been a heavyweight for mm. six, seven years, eight years. Right? Mm. So what happens if I'm just saying, okay, Tony Valley can fight all he needs to work on is his speed because he's got to get used to the speed of David A, blah, blah. So just have fast sparring partners and people that box like David A. And now just take it for granted that when it becomes a fight, if it becomes a fight, well, you can handle that. It's not a problem. Mm. Now, he gets in the ring and all of a sudden David A is stronger on the inside and stronger and, and, and physically stronger because he's been at every weight or whatever. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Belly has doubts in the ring and he starts thinking, oh no, I'm not stronger. I, I, I expect to be stronger. Now, you have to prepare for every eventuality. Yeah. So, we covered the speed and, the, and the, the head movement and the defense side of things for the first six rounds in every sparring session. I had Chisora in for two sparring sessions. Everyone made out as though that, that was all I, oh, mm. he was the only one that I used. 
I had him for two sparring sessions. The two, the two final, the, the last two Fridays of the camp, I had him for the last six rounds of the ca- of those spars. So when he's done six rounds of sharpness, mm-hmm. fast, fast sparring and defense, then he's already worked for six rounds. Then I took in a fresh Derek Chisora on session one. Asked me, coach, what do you want me to do? I said, get on him, bully him, smash him to bits. Mm-hmm. Don't let him breathe. Bully him around the ring. I want a physical fight. Wrestle him, pull him around, everything physical. Mm. Right. Wing him in. I said, if you knock him out, you knock him out. So that leads so me to look, my next. That leads me to my next question. I was going to ask. Let me, let me just finish the question. Right. I don't think so. So yeah, yeah, Dave. Sorry, if you could just finish the finish the answer. It's yeah. re- really intriguing. You know, I mean, so, I, I can see where you're going with this. Okay. So, so the first bar that they had, Tony did really well. It mm. did, but it was it was hard. It was hard because Derek's heavier, stronger, mm. you know, and relentless, and it was hard. But he done really, really well. The second Friday, the last bar that we had of camp, he did his six shot rounds fast. Good work, great, great defense, and then Delboy is up this this time with with Don Charles. It gets in the ring, went to work the last six rounds, and Bell used to toe to toe with him, slinging it out, making mm. him miss, crashing him, wrestling about, rest pushing Del back, grabbing out of Del and, and, and ragging Del around the ring. And when he got out of the ring, Don Charles was gobsmacked how strong he was. Mm-hmm. Now, now my my point is. It's not about how big you are. Everyone's saying about, oh, look at the pictures on here. It's a midget compared to compared to Chisora. He's too small. He's going to get knocked out by David. It's not about how big you are. Mm. You physically, if you're strong enough, yeah, if he's strong, strong man, enough to push he? Delroy back mm. and he's strong, strong enough to, to ride him around, then I'm not being yeah. funny. Apart from getting knocked out with that shot, with a great shot, which we all know David can punch hard, mm. Delroy was pushing Hay back all the way through the fight. Mm. Now, if, if Tony can physically compete and be even stronger at some points than, than Dell and hurt Dell with certain body shots, mm. then against David A, he now knows going into that fight, if you do stick to the plan and make Hay miss early doors, and if you start tearing him out, and then it becomes a fight, you are strong enough mm. to have a fight and be physically stronger than mm. David A. He knows that. That's a check in his head. It's not a guesswork. It's a check in his head. He knows that. Mm. So, therefore, that's what I'm saying. Delroy was there for a reason. I know full well it's not stylistic the same as David A. But if it then becomes in a dogfight, like we was always saying, yeah. you have to prepare for a dogfight. Yeah. Mm. Very clever. I mean, Good. it's inc- incredible the way you've, you know, yeah. the way you've sort of like kept it as a secret as well, you know, because people are criticising you and it's brilliant yeah. you kept yeah. it as a secret, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm willing. I, I, it's a risk, listen. It's a risk you take as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to take the risk that, that it, let's just say, let's just say, David A walked out, smash belly in a round, two rounds. That that part of that train there, and now you, after the fight, you understand where Delroy Right, Del Boy. Now, the problem is, if he'd have got knocked out early, you never saw that part of the fight, and then you then say, "What a crap train cold was it?" He had mm. Del Boy's Chisora mm. sparring for mm-hmm. for, um, for 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 David here, mm. and look at that! Look, mm. he got knocked out. What kind of? But when the fight does become physical, mm. that yeah. that's where that sparring comes in. Yeah, yeah. fine line, good preparation. Yeah, so and on that, so I mean, in terms of the third. The third round. What were your thoughts from the third round? You know, what, you're getting uh, Tony comes into the corner. Did you feel the fight was the fight was going to plan? 
You know, yeah, do you feel that? Listen, the other thing is what we said, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I've said it in interviews before, I'm not just saying it and being a smart ass after. I said early rounds, we may lose the early round. It's not about, it's, what you have to remember, it's a 12 round fight. In a 12 round fight, there's certain rounds where, you know, you might not win. And you, as, as long as you are not taking punishment and you're making the man work, sometimes you can afford to be losing them rounds. I wasn't interested in, in winning early rounds, but I, I wasn't, it wasn't a case of not doing anything. It was a case of making him miss, making him fall short. And, and David A, we all know, is in his peak, he starts getting more ragged mm. as the fight goes along. It's a right. fight. Now, so, now if, you're then, if you're then countering with certain shots, and when you, do, you know, when you see the opportunity, you take it. If you look for the opportunity with David, you're going to walk onto a counter. Yeah, that's right. He's so set, many have done that in the past, set, haven't he's they? Yeah. He's, he's knocked out so set. many guys with counter punches in the past, yeah. hasn't he? That's it. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. So, Dave, we're going to go to um, the, uh, some of our listeners. You know, the, the the unique selling point of our show is that we get you guys from the industry to interact with some more of your fans. Um, so we've got our guys calling in um, and they're also yeah. listening on the podcast. So we've got two callers. Um, so we're going back to 985, one of our regulars, uh, a chap called Daniel. Uh, 985, Daniel, hello. Hello, we're getting there, lads. How you doing, Dave, um, Daniel? So it's question or statement yeah. for Dave. Da- uh, statement to Dave Cold- Coldwell. Um if possible, please. No problem. Yep. Just wanted to say, really, uh, yeah, fantastic Saturday night. Congratulations. I thought it was a brilliant game plan. Obviously, listening to what you was just saying, um, the sparring with Derek Chisora and all that, that was a fantastic master plan, really. And uh, congratulations. And uh, that's all I've got to say, really. So, Cheers. wish you oh, all the best you. for the future. Yeah. yeah. Thank, all right. Thanks, Daniel. Right, appreciate that. Yes. No and uh, we're going to nine nine five nine nine five. The floor is yours. Hello. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. Who's speaking? That's uh, Seven Walls here. Hello, Finally. Seven Walls. Finally, you Hello, found the directions. <laughs> Question or statement? Yeah. Oh, it's a bit of both, man. Like, look, I'll be honest with you. I give Caldwell a hard time, but he got the win. So yeah. congratulations to him on that. He's listening to you. Tough after. It's all right, then, you know. Um, good luck with that. Um, but did he think a fully fit belly would beat a fully fit hay? So you can ask him directly, Seven Wolves. He's on the line. Yeah, yeah. Listen, okay. listen I, uh, we were... You've got to remember, you're talking about a fully fit now. The fight that we was preparing for was a fully fit David A. That's what we're looking at, you know. And, and I know it's in terms of the injury and everything, yeah. But what I'm saying is, the fight, as it was going along, if David Anta got injured, he would have carried on pressing as he was doing. We was comfortable with how the fight was going. The, the fight was playing out as we was expecting it. And David was starting to blow just before the injury went. Now, obviously, the injury changed the terms of the fight. He ended up playing more possum and looking to catch David, catch Tony on the way in, which was a little bit earlier than what we expected to it to be a more of a physical fight. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I genuinely, the only concern I had round after round, because I was very happy in that corner. The only concern I, I had in that fight was, do not get. In fact, I used the name a few times in the in the in the corners. I said, do not do a Lenga mock, mm-hmm. where you've thought you've got him, mm-hmm. and then you go reckless, you walk straight onto a yeah. haymaker, and you get wiped out, and it changes the course of a fight. Oh yeah, I was that there was for that fight. fight. 
it was it was always about being patient and turning a screw mm. rather than being reckless it was about turning a screw you know and it was about the last quarter of the fight where then we expected to really you know go go with my and and as far as as far as what you were saying about you know you, you give me you, you give me an hard time like I said it's opinions that's not a problem at all I respect everybody's opinions I don't expect everybody to agree with me mm-hmm. you know and, and I understand that that's that's what makes this sport so good mm. we all have opinions you know if we all thought all thought David is going to win or all thought Tony Valley is going to win what's the point in watching it exactly. you've got to have exactly. you've got to have that where the fans have got I don't mind banter and I don't mind you know difference of opinions all it is is when people start getting insulting or when um when you ask me a question, if I give you my honest answer, mm. but yet you don't you don't accept it, and keep going on and on. It's like, well, you, I've, I've given the answer. What what's more yeah, yeah, yeah. the question? So, you know Dave, I mean? just on that, we're going to quickly go back to seven wolves. So, seven wolves. I've got you open nine nine five. Um, is that you, yeah, you're happy yeah. with the answer? Well, no, I understand the answer. Um, I, I've always had a theory that David walked into that fight with with half an Achilles at best. That's just the theory I have. I can't confirm it, but there there are reasons why I think that. I don't think I I don't agree with that. Near hundred percent. I don't agree with that. I spoke to David. There was no Achilles injury before he went in the ring. All oh, right. Listen, so on I'll that, let, so just, just to let so Dave, um, Dave, we're going to let you speak. But so seven walls are going to let you go and go put you on no, mute. No, just, just, yep. Just, so Dave, for you. Walls, yep. Do you know what? I I half thought what you're thinking. I actually thought that myself. But I know David, mm-hmm. and when he went on Soccer AM, mm-hmm. now he's been on Soccer AM before and he refused to kick a ball. Now, he actually kicked, he, he actually went to shoot the ball on a penalty shootout thing that they do on Soccer AM. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, listen, if you've got any niggle at all on your foot, on your ankle, you on your Achilles, yeah. you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And that, that there, on Soccer AM, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have done it. He didn't even, I think he kept his hands in his pockets or something like that, yeah. and he ran up and he, and he tried to kick the ball. He was, he was cracked. Mm. But <laughs> he's it, always it, been a crap footballer. Yeah, and, yeah. and on that, so I, I think you're right. And we spoke to David that same day because mm-hmm. he did our show, um, Dave. Just so you're aware, um, yeah. the, um, after Sock AM, and we asked him, "Are you 100% fit?" He said, "Yep." He said he's feeling great. He was very confident, as you would have seen in all yeah. in in the yeah. lead up. And ultimately, if he did have an injury, he knew he was going into it. So then so, maybe his trash talk should have quietened down a bit, yeah. but he continued. He's, so I spoke to him. He had a little niggle on his left ankle. Nothing to be concerned about. He was supremely confident. And he said the Achilles just went. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. He said he was and just getting into the fight at that time, of which we could, I think we can all agree in the fourth to sixth round, just before it went, you know, he, he got Tony on the end of the jab, uh, which had been difficult for him, mm-hmm. very difficult for him. And then they uh, had the little exchange and then it was then he had the slip and that was it. It changed the whole fight, you know. But Tony was more than handling himself, and it just yeah. disturbed me that Tony looked so much what, in control. What, what you've got to remember as well, and I don't think Tony's getting any credit for this either, right? mm, mm. what you've got to remember, the majority of fans out there and the majority of, of Hay fans or, or mm. just neutral boxing fans, they all said one round, maybe two rounds, yeah. values getting splashed. Or me as, too. Soon as, as soon as David A connects, he's getting mm. splashed. Well, David A, before his Achilles went, landed enough big shots on Tony Bellew's chin. In fact, there was one exchange where he hit him clean with the right hand left up mm. on the button, and Bellew took it not a problem. Yep. Now, 
nobody's giving Tony the respect on that. And and that that just goes again to what I'm saying is sometimes, even whether you like somebody or not, mm. sometimes you've just got to give that exactly. little bit of respect. Haters going to hate, man. Exactly. Enemies yeah. going to hate. we just got to accept that. On another note, um, Tony seemed reluctant after pummeling David in the sixth and the seventh to steam in. Was he under your instructions not to do so? Yeah, it was, I was, it was under my instructions not, not to be an idiot. And yeah. Because David was trying to because do a rope up and lure him in, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. And, mm. I, and I don't have a problem with how you going as long as he's going knowing what's coming back mm-hmm. and what's coming back. So, you know, when you've got something like that, you just, again, it's called, you just, I call it chipping away. Just yeah. chip, chip, chip. Yeah. It'll come, turn the screw, mm-hmm. it'll come. Don't worry about it, it will come. When you force the attacks, especially force the attack against David A, yeah. onto something. Mm. While ever that man's in that ring, it's hard enough to take you out. Yeah, yeah definitely. David, I've got a question here from someone called R Beats of Mayfair, and he's asking, "What was your game plan? What were the key points to victory for you guys?" I think I think I've explained that. You know, and I, and I, I was quite clear in, in you know the early you know the interviews that I did before the fight, and I Shane mocked me. I think you know I was on plenty on Twitter was saying about it, and David mocked me about it. Where you know some people just take little snippets of it or oh, your plans to try and make him this early or oh, your plans trying to get past past the first few rounds oh well yeah but you've got to be doing something at the same time which is what he was doing yeah. little touches literally touches downstairs making yeah. full short dropping little shots downstairs straight out right hand to the to the body mm. little 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 things that go without being noticed that causes you know you Dave. know when you look back at the older fighters mm-hmm. everything wasn't crash bang one some, you know, pick when when to go. They know what shots to throw, and because they know it's a fifteen round fight or a twelve round fight, you know that that things can change. You know that you can lose rounds early doors. You know that you, you know when when you fight someone like David, you've got to keep making him work, keep making mm-hmm. him throw. Mm-hmm. So, I, Dave, Dave, just on that, um, uh, mm-hmm. one of the things you said. Sorry, I'm, I'm assuming you weren't listening to uh, to the show previously or earlier today, um, which you should have been, Dave. Um, Basically, we, I did say that I think Belly wasn't getting a credit because he had a, showed a strong chin on that uh, on the yeah. fight. So I remember Hay catching him quite flush, actually, early on. And Belly was able to respond. Mm. You know, he, he stood his ground and came back with a left or right. So I agree with you in terms of him not getting a credit on that. In terms of some of the criticism that you received previously, um, and this is your opportunity, um, you know, Hay, you back previously, I've kind of spoke about your coaching ability. I mean, how... What would you want to say to them now that you've kind of given the belief to a pure underdog fighter to go and, and snatch a massive uh, victory from from out of nowhere that no one gave him the credit from? What would you say now to some of the criticism you, you had previously? People's opinions, man. I, I, I genuinely, genuinely, yeah. no, matter what, no matter what you do in life, you can't please everybody and there's always people going to say mm. that you're rubbish. Listen, if you're Floyd Mayweather and you've done what he's done yeah. and Still, people say, nah, he ain't that good. If you're Muhammad Ali and some people say, nah, he was overrated. If you're Freddie Roach and some bit, you know, you'll lose fights and, mm. and people think, oh, he's, got, he's lost it. Eddie Fuchs lost fights. Manny Stewart lost fights. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's the great, I mean, Ray Arcel lost to- so many fights during the 40s to Joe Louis specifically, to all the great fighters of that era. It wasn't really until he got Roberta Duran in the early, in the late 60s that his career turned around. Duran made him, you know? Yeah. But you see, the thing is, what I'm saying is, if all these great people have, have lost fights, mm. fights or coaches have lost fights, 
Who am I to think that I should have people thinking that I'm any good? I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not in this game for people mm. to, that don't know me, that don't work with me, to rate me. As long as the fighters yeah. I work with are happy with what I'm, listen, they're intelligent fighters. Tony Bell is an intelligent fighter. Mm. That knows the game. Do you I honestly think that he, if he thought that what I do with him was crap or doesn't work? Yeah, he would have, he would have moved I, on, wouldn't he? You know, and, and yeah. I say to all fighters, you, you have one career, mm. so you have to do what's best for you. Yeah. And you know, it's it's not my it's not my job to to please everybody, and it's not it's 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 not the pats on the back from people that you know. Oh, you proved mm. me wrong. Hey, listen, that's fantastic. I love it. It's it's good. The support is fantastic. Yeah. But when people slate you for doing your best in a job yeah you know what Dave as we've said most people don't know shit about boxing you know so it's as simple yeah, as that but listen the, quick the question D we all have an opinion and we're all entitled to opinion exactly the thing is with, with, with Twitter mm. it gives them a voice yes mm. yes social media yeah, let me, let me ask you something <laughs> if Tony fights on do you realistically believe he'll, he can beat a leading heavyweight a la Wilder Parker or AJ uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you I, I don't want him to carry on, I don't mm. want it. And the reason, the reason being, is because he's, you know, the reason why I end up training Tony Bellew is because we're friends. Mm. And he asked me, he asked me, Fizzle, to, to his dream was to become a cruiserweight world champion. And so I was, I, I retired from coaching fight when Ryan Rhodes had retired from boxing. So I yeah. came back for Tony, he won the world title. That was every box takes, and then. From then on, it's about securing your family's future. Mm. So on this fight, it's securing his family's future. Yeah. So for me, it's tick the boxes. We've got nothing else to do. That fight, get out. It's, it's, it's boxing. It's a dangerous sport. I mean, Dave, to, on that, that's, and that's good to hear. And we totally agree with you in terms of the dangers of the sport. But at Raps on TV, we're fans talking boxing. You know, we love the sport. We love to see great matchups. Yeah. Um, in terms of the cruiserweight division, I mean, personally, yeah. and I know our listeners would like to, we would love to see Tony against a Yusek or a Gassiev or a Lebedev. Yeah. Are any of these fights likely now, to happen at a cruiserweight? Now, now, being honest, when yep. it was the cruiserweight, I was screaming for the Lebedev fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screaming for the Lebedev fight. Now, now, the problem is, he's gone up to heavyweight and he's beaten most dangerous everybody outside champions. Mm. Dave Day was the man that no, you know, yeah, yeah. listen, he will put your lights out. Where yeah. we find he can put his lights, their lights out. Now he's got up there and he's beating him. So that's made him a very, very valuable heavyweight. Mm. Yeah. Now, if he is going to carry on, now, and this is the same to every person that's listening, and you have to understand this, regardless of what your stance is on Bellew or on fighting or whatever, it's, it, it's, it's nice and it's dreamy that we, that we all fight, go back down to the national division and, and fight the best out there and prove yourself. That's mm-hmm. lovely. But you're in a sport where you get punched in the brain, yeah. right? Now, you want to get the most... If you're going to carry on boxing when you've ticked off your boxers, you, you're going to have to pick the fight that get that get your flavours bubbling mm-hmm. and make you think, wow, this is the one. And... It's gonna pay the most money. Yeah. Now, money in the cruiserweight, the cruiserweight division. You know what gets me is when people say the cruiserweight division is crap. Oh, it, that's a load of rubbish. Fantastic. They're so it's such a talent-laden it's division. Full of killers. Oh it's my god! Yes, I mean, there's know? lots of divisions. Even the kid that gave the kid that got injured that had to give up the WBC title. How yeah. special was yeah. he? Exactly. But but yeah. the problem is because people can't spell 
the fighter's name, <laughs> you don't rate them. Yeah. If you have got a name that rolls your tongue, you don't get rated. And and so the problem is the the money that he can get for fine heavyweight mm. is. I mean, we've had preliminary talking about this, and it is just unbelievable. Right. And that's where uh, you know you've mm. got to think. Oh, I understand if he decides to carry on. I understand because yeah. Joseph Parker isn't a huge heavyweight. Mm. He's six foot four. Mm. He's about six foot three and a little bit. Mm. So it's not a size in that. Yes, he's got some weight on him. But he, he's he, out of the champions. He's the one that's probably the weak link because he's not as experienced. He's still learning on the job. So, so realistically, he's a viable option. Mm-hmm. Um, forget that, Anthony Joshua. He's just, he's just too big, yeah. too strong, and too. And also, he's improving. What about rapid, Wilder? What about Wilder, David? Would you now for, that? for me? For me as well. I know. I, I see the aspect where you think, well, you know what. He's wild, technically he's very, mm-hmm. very poor, mm. and you could beat that man. Mm. But that also, is, but also for, for me, what you've also got to look at, yes, you could beat that man, mm. but also he is dangerous. Exactly. And when, right. when he yeah. wings him in, when he wings him in, he either, either misses and looks like an idiot, mm. or he takes you out. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's the problem. You're talking about a guy that's massive, and that's that's the problem. You know, with the... The whole thing is, David A wasn't a massive heavyweight. Mm-hmm. This is what we all said. So we, we got slated for saying David A is not an heavyweight. What we're talking about is he's not an heavyweight in today's terms. Yeah. Your Klitschko's, your Joshua's, your Fury's, your, your, your Deontay Wilds. Wilds. Yeah. They're giants. Yeah. They're giants. Yeah, yeah David, know, uh, I, we, we all know boxing is such a fickle sport, and, and especially yeah. the fans, they're so fickle, you know. <laughs> Uh, how much does this win mean to you, following all the kind of criticism and crap you got following the losses by David Price, especially, and Gavin McDonald? Well, the Gavin McDonald thing, I don't see it as a negative. Mm. We're talking about Gavin McDonald, not an Olympian. Yeah. What people mm. got to realise, what, what people got to realise, is my gym, let's be honest, mm. my gym is... Uh, is it's is a cracking full, gym, full of, it, No, 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 it's mm. full of fighters that a lot of people don't rate. Mm. Right, a lot of people say Bellew's crap. A lot of people were saying before Pricey got beat, is chinny, is crap, is this, is that, is, 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 you know, is the beat before RR. They, they look at Gavin McDonald, he's rubbish, he's domestic level, blah blah. Jim McDonald, same. They, listen, not many people rate the fighters in my gym, mm. so mm. you can't have both ways. Yeah. And then when they do get beat in real fights, then say, ah, oh, this is it, that crap, blah blah. You've been saying anything, you're saying they're gonna get beat. How, yeah. sat- how satisfying was it for you to get this win following all the comments made by Hay and his team? Oh, as far as, listen, as far as the fans are concerned, um, it's people's opinions. Uh, that's not a problem. Mm. I don't mind when, when, when they criticise and say, I, that's not a problem. They don't know in the, the ins and outs of the game. But as far as how personal it went from their team, then, mate, I ain't going to lie, that was sweet. <laughs> that was sweet. Because at the end of the day, it was... It, listen, I came. My background is is as a kid that used to get bullied at school, and I and every name called me under the sun and all that. Like, and all it is is I'm now a 41 year old man, and I'm laughing because now I'm an adult. Now I've I, I, I've got a fixed skin, mm. so I don't. I've I've had years of all that kind. Of, I've, I've believe it or not, I've had 41 years to get used to being a short ass. So <laughs> being called stuff about me height doesn't actually bother me. Yeah. You know, mm. it it don't bother me. Yeah. Now, now when when David's coming out with, with Penfold, and I was disappointed in him with Penfold because 
you know, I thought you might find a cartoon character that looked like me because right. I don't think it looks like you. I right. do not even I'm assuming you wear like glasses, you. David, so I was a bit surprised <laughs> about that because, too. Because this is it. I don't wear glasses. I've got a beard. M4 can't grow a beard. M4 doesn't right. have a beard. And, and, and you know, and, 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 I, I'm, and I'm, I'm not fat. So yeah. I thought, come on, think of something better. Mm. So I couldn't even get anything banter with him. Yeah. But it was, a, it was you know, that, that sort of stuff doesn't mean anything. It's just like being like dealing with, with, with school kids. And the fact is that David's 36. And he feels that he feels a need to try and attack other people's personality in order to help him give an inch towards the fight. Yeah. Told us, told us he was worried about Tony Bellew. Because if he wasn't worried about Tony Bellew, then he wouldn't need to attack the rest of the team. Because remember when he fought Klitschko, mm -hmm. I was in that camp. And I know why he went in on Bert Bonte yeah. and, and giving Bonte grief because it was trying to unsettle the camp. So mm -hmm. that sort of stuff didn't work at all. Yeah, yeah. been there. No, but, yeah. But it was the little slights from, from other people in the camp who were like, talking about, oh, he, he doesn't know what he's doing because he never took, took uh, David on the pads. Well, sorry, he never took Tony Belly on the pads. So <laughs> it makes no... It what makes difference does it make? So, so does that mean, Gary, you're training the fighter and because you've never took that fight on the pads, that means you can't tell whether he's a big puncher or not. Despite the fact that everybody that he is, mm. he knocked out. So you don't actually know that he's a big puncher, even though he's knocking everybody out. Yeah. Come on. Little things agree, like that. Yeah. Down, if, if you're going to get into the mind games and stuff, mm. you have to be a bit smarter. Or, or, you know, that, that, was just, that was just rubbish that didn't make sense. Yeah. Mm. The only things that I, I was saying were facts. Yeah. And, 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 and but I, as, I think it's fair to say that he sort of took umbrage because he, he obviously he knows that you know him as well as anyone in the game, Ari being in part of the camp. And he, he just he found he, he just you sort of backed him in the corner, he probably had to have a bit of a riposte with you. And it probably just went a bit too far, you know? So, so Dave, we've gonna open the lines up again um before yeah. we let you go. So it's nine 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 eight. We're coming out to the floor. Nine nine eight. Hello. Hello. Hi, yes, Michael Angelo Server. Hi Michael, how are you? Question Hi, or yes. statement? Thank you very much. Good, I'm good. Fine. Good evening. Hey, David. Um, I, oh, Dave, sorry. Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, what would you? I mean, I, I've only just sort of tuned in, like you know, listening on on the show. So there might have been things that have been touched on already. What would you personally um, want uh, for want Tony to uh, do? Where would you want him to fight? To go back down to cruiserweight to defend his WBC, or to stay at heavyweight and hunt the big fights, the big payday? No. Thanks, Michael. Well, personally, mate, I would like him to retire, but. If he was going to have another fight, then really it's got to be the the, the highest, highest reward for the lowest risk. And for me, that's possibly a, a Parker fight, possibly, because um, I understand if he wanted to fight Parker, he's, a, he's fighting for a very heavyweight championship. I mean, every kid, well, fighting for a heavyweight title, well, weapon eight, that's, that's massive. So I understand that. Now, you know, there's been talk about a, a, a Hay, I mean, I know Hay's been talking about a rematch, but... Mm. Um, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I was saying so that earlier. Put, yeah. We we can't we can't plan around David's injury at Riyadh. You know, if Tony decides to, to carry on, we have to look at what options there are. Yeah. And also, listen, going into this, they weren't the easiest to deal with, and, and and Tony had to bend over backwards for this fight. So, you know, with the build up and everything, mm. you know. He's not guaranteed to be getting a rematch. We'll have to see. <laughs> David, a couple of points. Uh, Spencer Fearon just wanted me to uh, let, let, let you know, and you probably said he's probably told you already. He definitely had Tony Bellew to win. He said, make sure you ask him that. Uh, make sure you let him know that. Um, and also, we've seen a lot of tweets from Dillian White coming out. Very, you know, just just about half an hour, forty minutes before the show. What is the story? And is he after a fight with Tony Bellew? 
Um, I haven't seen Dylan's tweets from, from today, uh, but I saw I saw an interview before and uh, he did the AFL TV where he said, yeah, he wanted to buy it. Uh, Tony, but obviously, because Tony Tony's big money in the in that in that mm, division, it's big money so, now, yeah. So, yeah. so obviously, but listen, Dillian's a good fighter, and I, and I rate him as a as a heavyweight prospect, mm. and, and and I thought his fight with Chisora was unbelievable. For me, I want to see Dylan fight Chisora again. Mm-hmm. I know Chisora wants it. I'd love to see them two fight again because mm-hmm. that was that, that was, was something the else, wasn't it? Yeah. Was the best, I think that's a probably. I think that's probably the best I've ever watched live for drama yeah. and just on my feet going what. Mm. So I would like to do that fight again. And mm. as far as as far as Tony fighting Dylan, I'll be honest with you, I don't want him to fight again. If he does fight, he'll have one more fight. Mm. And if it's a choice between the champions fighting for an heavyweight title, who have, and, and don't forget, we're not we're not screaming for a shot. They the next morning, yeah. Lou Debella's come out and said. Deontay Wilder fighting. The next morning, Josie Parker's come out. They're and not said, silly, Dave, because they know Tony's they, now a pay-per-view fighter, ex- didn't ex- they? Exactly, exactly. So, so what I'm saying is, if the champions have turned around already and said we will fight Tony Bellew, mm. no disrespect to Dillian, mm. why would we take a, a fight with Dillian? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Or, doesn't make you know, business sense. Yeah. yeah. So, David, make uh, business sense. in a nutshell, what is most likely to be Tony's next move? I haven't got a clue. Listen, we've just, we've just literally. Over the weekend, pulled off a, a great win in everybody's eyes. You know, a, a, a massive shock in everybody's eyes, and he's just enjoying the moment right now. And I want him to do it. Mm. Enjoy. And then, then you know, we'll we'll sit down and we'll we'll uh, we'll plan and see. Like I said, if he takes my advice, he ain't fighting again. If yeah. he doesn't, he'll have one more fight probably. Mm. So, Dave, uh, listen, just wanted to thank you for giving us the time and going no, over. Oh. Um, it's a credit to yourself. You know, I saw you at the O2 giving time for the fans and now you're doing that on our show. So oh, listen, I, I, we I thought, appreciate listen, that. I, regardless whether whether fans like me or not, you know, the fact the fact that, that, that they want to have an opinion on me, I, mm. I, that's, for me, that's that's unbelievable. And I can't, yeah. you know, I can't, can't believe what I'm doing in this sport. I'm, mm. I'm fortunate to be working in a sport that I absolutely love. Regardless of what anyone thinks, man, I love the sport. Yeah, so yeah. I can talk about it all day long. Yeah, yeah. No, we can yeah, see that. Yeah, David, thank you so man. much, man. So so gonna, say thank just you. a quick one. Are you going to be at the Quala Linares fight in March? Yeah, man, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well. How do you um, just off the record? How do you see that going? Deep? Well, it's not oh, off the record. You're on the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what? I, do, I genuinely don't know because before that last fight, mm. I did think Linares because he's such a good fighter, such oh, a talent, yeah. and I thought. That he was gonna, I thought he would win in the first place. Yeah. But also, it's at that stage where I thought, well, is it, has he got one eye on retirement? Yeah. So you kind of think, well, that might give Crawler the edge for the rematch. I, do, I can't. I'm still, I'm still thinking slightly. Linares yeah, so is just I. that little bit too cute. Yeah. But I hope, I hope with everything that I'm wrong because I love Crawler a bit. And yeah, I think he's, he's a, a lovely kid. Player. Do you yeah. think he can do anything different, though, mate? In all honesty, can he do anything different? I tell you what, Dave, we're gonna we're gonna let you answer that, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, I I don't know. I don't. Mm. I, he has to. He has to, Is is he good enough to outbox him on the outside? No. no, I don't think so. And when he's going forward, is he good enough not to be avoid shots? Yeah. I don't. I, I think it just depends on what what. That's exactly what I said about Belou fighting. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <there you> go. <laughs> so listen, Dave. Do you want to give your uh, Twitter and Instagram to our listeners so they can follow you? Yeah, they can the catch both, up with you. Both Twitter and Instagram is at David Coldwell. 
Perfect, perfect. So listen, Dave, thank you again. Um, enjoy the rest of your week and what your plans, whatever plans you have to celebrate that great victory. And for, thank you for myself as well, David. Thank Take you so care, much for bro. coming on our show, mate. And uh, wish, you, wish you all the best for both yourself and Tony. Yeah. And hope he enjoys those big bucks that he's earned from yeah. last week. Thanks Take care, pal. Cheers, Speak thanks, to you soon. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, good. No, that, that, that was great. So yeah, I guess he's gave us some great insight. They gave us some great insight, yeah. um, but I think in now we can turn to some of the other fights on that mm. night. Um, I'm going to start with Davis versus Matthews. I thought it was a great performance. Yeah. We kind of all said that O'Hara Davis needs to step up. He's fighting a seasoned vet. Mm-hmm. I felt he'd done the damage. I felt that you can't really say, you can't criticise him for that performance in terms of how he finished. Yeah, I mean, I put my money where their mouth is with this one. <laughs> Again, standard, mm. yeah? Yeah. I put money on O'Hara, KOing. Uh, Derry Matthews within the third round. Mm. I was looking at those seconds, man. Ten seconds to go, and he did it. He pulled it off. I didn't make as much money so as I would have wanted to bet you, but I made 240 yeah. so quid, man. So what was your reasoning behind him beating Matthews? Yeah. I think it was... So quickly. Uh, a couple of reasons I thought, like, you know, uh, when I saw Derry Matthews, it was, I think it was Luke Campbell who fought yeah. previously. Got he, taken apart. Yep. Yeah, I just think he's a bit old in the tooth, mate. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? A bit long in the tooth, as they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, O'Hara's got a very, very strong KO ratio. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I initially thought he was going to have a significant reach advantage and it did yeah. turn out to be the case actually so I think he's only half a reach advantage yeah. so I'm looking yeah. at his KO ratio yeah. uh, I'm looking at Derry Matthews coming up by yes. five, you know, five yeah. pounds yeah. You know, so the weight advantage is behind mm. Davies I'm so the factors pre- what I'm saying is that the factors far go in O'Hara Davis's yeah. corner doesn't it it's yeah. youth age it's kind of yeah. like when I fought Jamie Moore in mm. 2003 mm. you know I was um, I'm sort what of what happened like, then well, tell us about the fight Gary come on what happened uh, well. <laughs> did you get put down did you get put down uh, get, get, get put down with a body shot I hurt yeah. him early with a yeah. body shot it was a good fight up until then um, Ian John Lewis didn't do me any favours I got whacked low is that why you don't but, like him yeah. no 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 but tell you what Jamie Moore special fighter as we all yeah, saw after yeah, that you exactly. know we had a, he was, he was um, but ironically you know we had a good fight good tussle ironically he gave me low blows I'm not but he gets disqualified his very next fight mm. against Michael a kid from Liverpool tall yeah. guy can't remember his name yeah. gets disqualified but he then stops him in a return so yeah. he did show that he's got propensity for going low or whatever but Really good fight, as we saw with the Macklin fights, as we saw with um, the Ryan Rose fight, which I emceed. This is how bloody, how long I've been around. I ended up emceeing the guy that beat me in my very last pro fight. Jones. But what I'm saying is that... Michael Jones. Yeah, Michael Jones. Mm. Everything, boxing just goes around in circles. Gary Logan was beating up older fighters when he was young. And Jamie Moore beat out Gary Logan when I got it. It's just a and I agree with you. I think going into it though, I think because of the animosity, Mm. the 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 hostile environment in Liverpool, Mm. and O'Hara didn't do himself the best of. He didn't paint himself in the best of light when he was up there. And Matthews came across as the people's person, very driven. I think he was probably a bit too emotional for Mm. that fight, and he was very certain that. He was going to beat him, and actually, I don't think he stood a chance. But what is social media ain't the place for young kids. No, He's mate, still relatively young. I think it I, ain't the no, place. Man, no, listen, I really I, don't I, think it's the place for young kids. Point, yeah? Yeah. Like, 
O'Hara Davis comes across to me as a very, very sharp guy who understands mm-hmm. modern media, mm-hmm. right? So what he done there, he played up to Cambridge, right? Mm. And he got people interested in that fight. Yeah. Right or wrong? Yeah. 100% people will... If he didn't do that, they'd be less interested in the fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's what he done afterwards, man. That move he done with, with Floyd Mayweather, I thought was genius. Yeah, mm. Because genius. the boxing world are talking about him. Like, people uh, in America like not, are like, like who is this, this guy? guy. Yep. They're like, who is this guy? I mean, even Mayweather saw the ploy in it. I think his, I think, I think for for Davis, that's going to bring him a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. But with the attention, Mm. bring something else. Some tough ass, and that's where I think he needs to be very careful. For example, (laughs) they've said they could do a catchweight for Gavonta. Now I don't think that could happen. It's too. I think it's a bit too big, and they're Mm. where they are in their careers. But if that happened, sick fight though, man. Wicked fight, but come on, who wins? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Nobody's going to say no, nothing no, around no, here. No, so, really but, uh, let's through, just focus man, on the yeah, fights. But I yeah. think he performed well. You know, I think there was some criticism after the uh, fight where he won the WBC uh, silver. Mm. He got criticised for the 12 round inactivity. I think he came out with this fight, pure action, got the knockout, and really it was very difficult to say anything else. Um, the other big one, and I'm doing a bit of a drum roll here for all mm-hmm. the guys that are listening in Thurman versus Garcia. Boom! Guys, boom! Th- boom! Th- thoughts on the fight? Gary's ready. Mate. Tell me. Fight went out live to all those lucky fans out yeah. in America. They got that f- fight for free. They 5.1 very often, million viewers. You know, 5.1 million viewers deserved a whole lot more. Oh, what a wonderful fight. It didn't disappoint in any way, shape or form. I love I love the fact that it kind of went the way I said it would go. <laughs> Thurman's lateral movement was the key in that fight. Thurman's lateral movement was the absolute key. Danny's slow-footedness caught up with him but what I would say also is that there were certain things that Danny did that he I don't know whether he couldn't pursue with or didn't want to pursue with but when Danny did use the jab he did tend to score but is it the fact that Thurman's then increased lateral movement then took the jab off of Danny I don't know but it was wonderful wonderful fight we got great exchanges special caller a special caller previous guest uh, the man that goes by the name Mr. Master Knowledge, Mr. Fearon, how are you doing? <laughs> Master uh, Knowledge. How are you doing, guys? We're yeah, man, really good. We don't have any tests for you this week, Mr. Fearon, so you're good. But um, <laughs> you're listening to the show, boxing last weekend. You know, give, give us your thoughts. Give us your statement. Um, there are no thoughts, no statements. If you think about it, it, it it's, it's sad seeing a great warrior like David Hayes hopple out of a ring. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's sad. Even though I'm elated for Dave Caldwell and um, Tony Bellew, because mm. two, two of the real nice guys, especially, especially um, Tony Bellew, two of the nice guys in boxing, really, really nice guys in boxing, and, 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 and proper, um, they proper studied the game as well. So it, it was upsetting to see how David Hay went out, but always get to worry yourself a little bit, which I find worrying, is when a, a fighter at 36, 37, how old is David now, Gary? 36, uh, 36. Right, 36. Talking that he's better than before, he's faster than before, he's punching harder than before, where, especially in the heavyweight division, you need to, your your style of fighting needs to evolve. Mm-hmm. David he's still trying to box like the David he was under Adam Booth 10 years ago. It doesn't work like that. You've mm-hmm. got your style of boxing has to evolve. Like, in the same way that Ali, after taking a yeah. four-year high That's what we were out, saying earlier, yeah. Three-year high evolved. You know what I mean? you got to look at, look at, look at even if you go in the lower way, look at Bernard Hopkins. Go mm. on, Bernard Hopkins, all the fight. Mm-hmm. How he used to fight when he first won the world title, go, when he 
when he first said, like, like when he was the executioner. Yeah, he's a roughhouse. He was always engaging, wasn't he? Always, and using mm. that head regularly. Then, then, like, you have to evolve Sugar Ray Leonard. Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather. What's oh. um as, as Pretty Boy Floyd? And what's him as Money Mayweather? Exactly. All these different, two different fighters. And I haven't seen that, that evolution in David Hay, which is, is kind of sad because he's been a great ambassador for British boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great. Thank you very much, guys. Any questions for Spencer? We we'll, we'll let him. Uh, yeah, Spence. What do you think of uh, O'Hara Davis's performance? Do you know what O'Hara Davis is reminding me? There was a, there's a, there's a. He reminds me of two fighters. He reminds me a lot of a fighter called Homer Williams, who mm-hmm. came over in the in the forties and and beat the life um, out of Freddie Mills. And he also mm-hmm. reminds me a lot. If you watch, he reminds me a lot of Roger Mayweather. How we stand, yeah. like six shots and stuff. You remind yeah, me? very <laughs> much so. Yeah, remember those days with um, the fight that Roger Mayweather had with Rocky Lockridge. Yeah, Chavez. Yeah, Chavez hurt in their first fight, didn't he? And in the second he, he fight, he hurt him bad. Mm. He hurt him bad. So with that right hand. So if you watch, if you watch, O'Hara Davis a lot like a lot like him. And mm-hmm. all O'Hara Davis has really got to do is just is just sit down and continue doing what he's been. Mm-hmm. I was there at Floyd Mayweather. Um, um, meet and greet on Monday, which I, I, I did a Q&A with Floyd. Mm-hmm. And O'Hara Davis just came there and this, this, did, a, did, a, was, did a tirade on Floyd Mayo. <laughs> and you know what? And it works for the kids. Exactly. Yeah, that's what exactly. we were saying, yeah. It's what, it works. Good I mean, publicity stunt. Fantastic one. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you know what? It's like to Floyd, Floyd. Floyd's argument to everyone is, look, look, in the day I'm worth 800 mil. That's his argument. You know I mean? <laughs> and, and, and nobody can compete with that. When yeah. you think about it, mm. Right? There's, there's a couple of role men that I know has got a couple more underneath his bed, but it doesn't work. Gary Logan's one of them. Gary Logan's got <laughs> Yeah, we know he's just... We Gary, seen his you resi- get his bucks out, We've seen the residents in Malibu. I've got the Lambo waiting outside, you're <laughs> so, right? So, Spitz, okay. why we got you, what were your thoughts on Thurman versus Garcia? Do you feel that was a robbery? Right, That's what I'm saying. No robbery. There's no, no, but have you just. Dad's no, mad. There's this robbery uh, nonsense. Cracking, man. Listen, man. The dad, the dad uses the N word more than Gary Logan does. I'm <laughs> you, right. oh, What's that? Neanderthal? Yeah, yeah, mate. He, he does look like him. You don't like when you look at the pyramid. He's a little crow magnum, man. That's what he is. A little troll. Yes, I can't like stand him. Guys, this ain't the pr- platform yes, for is. insults. It's the yes, platform it is. for an- analysis on boxing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the platform. So now, Spence, on a serious note, what were, you, what were your thoughts on that fight? Oh, I thought it was an excellent fight. It was, wasn't it? Was it? A really, really good fight. Superb fight. Yeah, I mean, mm. that, that superb fight. The right guy won the fight. Mm-hmm. The right guy was 30. Yep. The other guy. And the right guy came off, used the fact that he's actually the physically bigger man. Yeah. But it wasn't the case that he was just only the physically bigger man. Better mover. Thank you very much. He mm-hmm. used movement way yeah. better than what Danny, Danny yeah, Garcia. Exactly. You know, Danny Garcia had six toes, right? Yeah. 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 And he had, since he made money, he had an operation and got two of the toes removed. Okay. So he got like five. Right. So maybe that's taken away some of his... The advantages that he had before. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you, though. In terms of Thurman... Thurman had clean punches. The yeah. aggression he showed was effective throughout the fight. And the defense was superb. I mean, 
Um, just took away his yeah, left foot. You know what? The number one thing that, and also the number one reason why I gave Furman the 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 huge chance of victory in this fight is that as a welterweight over the last three to four years, his resume is unparalleled. Danny Garcia can't touch it. Yeah, not as a welterweight. Cannot touch it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's all we're talking about. All we should be talking about is as a welterweight. But I think even the overall fighting career, Debella said that career's Khan's CV is just as good, and he was the best name he was the best name on, on yeah. Darcy was the best name on Thurman's resume but what so I'm saying that Thurman had prepared, he, he was ready for this yeah he lost those fights yeah, yeah. Yes. we know that we know that yes. we're not going to deny that and, and that's what was interesting we're not going to mm. deny that even Herrera we, we definitely know that Spence but mm-hmm. I think now he's got that clear effective L on his record mm-hmm. um, and I feel do you think in terms of coming up in weight I think that he's shown against the top welterweights Doesn't he's not going to do he's not going to bang is he Doesn't he's not going to cut it Doesn't bang. He hits solid because there's a couple of times you you know he buzzed he buzzed Keith, but, but you know I'd, I don't don't get me wrong I'd love to see a rematch really I more would than Porter, yeah. more than Porter Thurman I'd Sorry? love to see Porter Thurman I'd love to see Porter Thurman yeah again. more than that yeah. I thought that was yeah, a more definitely. enticing exciting and Porter Thurman was a good fight. Like, like, if, if, if you put like Garcia against Spencer, so Spencer's yeah yes is the winner of Kelbrook Spence versus mm-hmm. Keith Thurman yeah. that's right and then the winner goes to fight Pacquiao. Forget Pacquiao, Forget Pacquiao. Move on. All right, Space, listen. Thank you very much. We're going to give you the last word and then we have to shut down and close down. But you guys are wrapped on TV. Keep up the good work. Listen, we all start from we all start from something. You guys are doing excellent work. I need to show each week. You know what I mean? Keep on tweeting. Thank you so much. Thanks, brother. Yeah, Dave, cool on the show. Continue the great work, guys. Thank you very much, Space. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. So all the, all the guys that will be listening in, in the future, Spencer Fearon has called on a man that has his own podcast on Sky Sports. So if it's good enough for him, it's good, it's good enough, enough for, for the rest right. of you as well. So guys, oh, we're yeah. going to quickly wrap up because our engineer is looking at us and I know she wants to she wants to kick us out. So we're going to quickly talk about a couple of words. Katie Taylor. <laughs> Katie Taylor, what did you think of her performance? Special. Special, right? Special. Man, Almost woman, special. doesn't matter. Man, woman. Listen, in 2012 in the Olympics, yeah. she was second only to Lomachenko. Yeah. No, to Perez, the flyweight as well, who was special with the Cuban. But so she's, she's in the she's top in good five. company. Oh, she's in great, great company. company. Great special, fire. same thing. Yep. Um, I won't speak too much on it, but we saw now that Javonta Davis versus Liam Walsh has been announced. Boom. That's going to be a big fight in the UK. Yeah. It goes to show, as we said to Debella last week, these guys need to come over here for the paycheck. That's this is right. where the money's at. That's why at. they're coming, man. That's why they're coming. They come for the atmosphere as well, man. Exactly, That's yeah. Be... That is true. Walsh you, brings right, some actually. fans. Right. Devontae Davis is being as billed as the next Mayweather. It's yeah. going to be a good fight. I mean, yeah. you say that. I mean, like, what, what, what I would like to see from this, I would like to see Box Nation, Frank Frank Warren, taking a leaf out of Hearn and Matt Shroom and Sky's book mm-hmm. and doing a good production, yeah. man. I Hopefully. think they're going to try. Yeah, it's, 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 got that's to. what They've creates the atmosphere, man. I mean, we're there at the old two, man. It's the music that they play, the production yeah. you know when they drop that seven sweet carolina sweet carolina man the, the, you know the white stripes seven nation army dun, 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 you know it's fight time yeah, of course you know yeah, so yeah. as soon as that drops you know fight time yeah. so guys it's listen going. we're about to shoot off gary quickly say your twitter handles uh gary shogun 68 on instagram gary logan 68 on twitter and guys you know we, we are on at raps on tv on twitter Raps on TV on Instagram, Raps on TV on Facebook. Do follow us. We've got incredibly fast following building up on Facebook and all our, all our social media accounts. So stay tuned to get all the latest updates. Repeat what the guys have said. All of that, all of that, all of that. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Keep following. 
happy to keep doing this for you guys. We're going to bring in more guests, more views, fans talking boxing. Andrew See you Selby. Later. Andrew, Andrew Selby. Selby and Tony Bellew, man. We have to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to change that now. <laughs> no. We have to be Tony Bellew.